And welcome to episode number 35 of the Kerrville podcast here. And uh, 35 episodes in, we had a great podcast on Tuesday. Uh, Stephen King from King's Texas Smokehouse and the Hunt Store. If you have not seen that podcast, I would highly recommend that you go and watch that podcast. You can get the Kerrville podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, KerrvillePodcast.com, also YouTube as well. And then we're also on Facebook as well uh the kerrville public utility board does so much for the community uh in this area i'm a long-term k-pub uh i would it be subscriber a customer customer i'm a long-term <laughs> k-pub customer and my experience with k-pub has always been 100 percent phenomenal thank you i mean it, it always has since i've been a k-pub customer um i've never had a lot of power outages or that kind of thing it's always been reasonable you know my bill you know what you'd expect from electric bill and sometimes it's been a little less than you'd expect and and it's never been any more than i expected so that's a a great thing with k-pub uh so mike taylor here along with john barrera and we have allison boucher on the curvo podcast this week and what is your official title at k-pub i'm the director of customer and community relations all right director of customer and community relations and uh, how long have you been with k-pub now uh, just a little over two and a half years. Okay, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, John, do you want to go ahead and start off with some questions? Yeah. Two and a half years, and you worked your way up to customer and community relations director. Yes. How did you do that? Um, I actually started as the marketing manager, and that's my background. Um, my degree is in marketing, and um, I was the VP of marketing communications over at Mo Ranch, and um, was transitioned into being the director of customer and community relations over this past year. It just made sense. I have a lot of service background too you think it's more how you present yourself um i don't know <laughs> how you provide um i i think it was just a good match for um, my experience i actually was in banking really early on too um so i spent about eight years in the financial industry and um and service side of things so well good um so 33 years kpo has been going for 33 years yes. what did kerrville do before that uh, so K-Pub um, was purchased by the city of Kerrville in 1987. And before that, it was actually owned by LCRA. And um, the city made the decision to um, take control back in the hands of local citizens, basically. And um, they went back and forth on how K-Pub should be structured. Um, it, we were almost actually under, we are we are owned by the city, but we were actually almost, um, we're an enterprise like in the a- city, but we have our own board we have our own budget things like that uh, but we were actually almost underneath them just like the the water side of things are structured here in the community but um the citizens felt that you know it was really good to have an electric industry that's focused just on that um which is why k-pub structure is the way that it is community owned huh? mm-hmm. that's very important everybody gets to say so and um five member board of trustees yes and they're um they have to be a k-pub customer and so they're they're local citizens, and they're actually elected um, by our city council too. They're appointed by them by the city council. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's awesome. Yeah, and the mayor yeah. is one of the one of the five members of our board. The, whoever the mayor is um, is who will always serve on our board as well. So Bill Blackburn is currently a member of the K-Pub board. He is yes. So he gets input. Too. That's so cool how that's set up. <laughs> yeah, and he, Philip Stacy with Habitat for Humanity. He's our chair right now. Okay. Man, that's that's awesome. And then who else do you have on on there? Sure, we have Bill Thomas who um, owns Taco Casa here. Okay. Um, we have Mark Cowden with Security State Bank. Awesome. 
So they're, you know, just community members. Yes. That, that make up and form this this board. And then how often, how long do they serve on the board? How does that work? It's a five-year term. Um, okay. And they can serve up to two, and which is a very long time. So they can be on the board mm, yeah. for up to 10 years. But it's like that because um, of the specialized industry that we have. You know, it takes a while to, to really understand the electric utility industry. There is, uh, when you got into the electric utility industry, uh, I bet there was a lot that you had to learn. Yes. <laughs> I still that. learn every day. And uh, what are some of the things that sets K-Pub apart from other electric companies? Um, being owned by the community is, is a huge benefit for Kerrville. Um, we're not investor-owned. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a small office where you can go in and speak to somebody in person. Yeah. Um, our general manager can actually hear customers from his office, um, which is huge. So, wow. yeah. um, you know, we have a really good response to local issues and, and customer concerns. Um, being owned by our community, we're not for profit. Uh, we have um, that local control. We have a reliable service. Um, our we, can, we have less outages than than most utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've noticed wise. that. Yeah. I, I've no. I mean, I've I've had lived places with utility companies before where it's like every other day the power was going out. It's like you know, get it together, you know. But yeah. with K-Pub, K-Pub, I mean, it it just runs runs perfect i mean yeah aside lighting. from these major storm events it's yeah been a- <laughs> i mean i mean yeah but i mean when it, here's the thing k-pub had no control over that yeah and i'm glad you brought that up because that happened back in in february february was a learning experience for all of us you know in the area i mean it wasn't just k-pub it was central texas electric bandera electric everybody mm. was yeah. going through these rolling outages and uh, it was a really a learning experience for for everybody um and you guys during those rolling power outages, you had no control over that at all, right? Yeah. yeah. What was it like on that side, on your side? Oh, oh man, that's a that's a good one, John. It, um, it was it was a very rough week on the service side of, of things, definitely. Um, but nowhere compared to you know our linemen that were actually having to go out and work in the elements. But um, it, I had never been through an ERCOT event. It's happened. This was the fourth time that ERCOT has done the forced outages and really yes i Um, I had no idea yeah Yeah. they've never been to that extent um and so being fairly new in the utility industry i wasn't sure what to expect but um i spoke to other members of our staff that had been through it before and they're like you know when it happens it's really not that it's not that big of a deal i mean you you go through these outages and you know lights come on like come off and but it's it's normally a much shorter time frame than what we experienced this february um our state the power supply was just that critically low um it, it we were seconds from minutes from the entire state having an entire blackout so if we just had it was the perfect storm <laughs> literally yeah um, of you know having uh, freezing temperatures n- not just in you know certain areas but it was all across our state and i mean for days and then yeah. also mm-hmm. I remember that. yeah so you i mean it, you have people using a lot more power because it's just so cold and then we we also had a loss of power supply we had power generation facilities that froze over so you know, our supply went down like this, and then the demand jumped up like this. And, and it's so, just, what, yeah. what happens at that point? It topples. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah mean, statewide. So it was it was a rough time that week. <laughs> um, have y'all changed anything from last year? Did it teach y'all, or you know, have y'all learned from the experience? You know, K-Pub has emergency response plans, and we were prepared, but we definitely had lessons learned from that event. Um, we we have actually met pretty frequently. Um, as a staff to go over those emergency plans after that um, and lessons learned. But um, realistically, K-Pub, you know, 
the issues were statewide. It's yeah. it's um, mm-hmm. are caught in in our power supply, and uh, there are things that are happening um, on on that side of things on the ERCOT side um, to help weatherize the power generation facilities. Um, but it's going to take a couple years for wow. that to be resolved. Um, and, it, and when it really comes down to it, I would imagine that. I mean, if it happened again, let's say the exact same scenario happened again this February, uh, K-Pub's hands, I would say, I would guess would be tied if it comes to a statewide outage like that again, because um, K-Pub is a distributor locally of statewide power. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no power plant in the area. All the power is, is imported from other places. Right. We state. don't generate our power. Right. So, I mean, what what could what could be done? Other than, you know, what we're, we're actually doing some articles, um, coming up with the the winter season on, um, being prepared and, you know, because again, you know, if if it's a, if it's a statewide power supply issue, um, there's not much that we can do on our side of things if, if their supply is not there. Um, but there are things that customers can do to be prepared. And I would say that, you know, if, if you have medical issues or, you know, if you had, if you experienced hardships during this last storm, um, other than just being uncomfortable, um, and I went, I went through the outages myself. I lost power and water at my house for four days and still had to work during all of that. And, um, I would say, you know, invest in a small generator. Absolutely. Um, yeah. people you on know, oxygen. Yes. Especially. If you, yeah. Cause we cannot guarantee power supply during those events. Um, I mean, I would be prepared, um, for if you have water issues, you know, if your pipes burst last time, I mean, really look at, okay, how can I, what, what can I change to insulate my home so that it doesn't happen again? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, if you have, you know, medical issues and things like that, or even, um, you know, we had customers that had um, refrigerators with expensive medications and stuff, you know, you want to have a generator in that situation because mm. yeah, can't, that's a must. Yeah, yeah. we can't um, guarantee that. Um, something we found out like, I don't know, a month ago for people who don't want to buy a big generator and have a gasoline generator running um, Amazon for like a thousand bucks. I know it's a thousand bucks, but they have these you know, electric battery port generators, especially for people on oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you plug it in, let it charge while you have electricity and it can run your at home oxygen machine for like 30 hours. Yeah. You, you know, and that's so important in a time like that. Absolutely. And then when the power does come on, you just plug it back in, let it charge back up and, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. And that's amazing that, and, and, you know, the best thing to do to do as, as citizens is, a, I would say to use as little power as possible, mm-hmm. so we don't, and make sure that our uh, heating systems are are taken care of, and make sure that they're running like they're supposed to run. Yeah. Because I guess you know if you have a heater that's blowing cool air out, it's gonna it's gonna run a lot more than a heater that's actually doing the job, mm. and probably use the same amount of power. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it will end up using more power because every second that it runs, that's that's more kilowatts per hour that it uses. You know, I'm not a like a you know, I don't know the technical terms for electricity or anything, but you know, yeah. I, I would say that is that is, does that sound correct, Alice? That sounds correct. Yeah, you want to make sure that you know get your HVAC system inspected and just have a tune-up done on it. If you know if your bills were you felt like they were out of line um, during those events, then definitely get them checked out. And also make sure that you winterize your house, you know, and get yeah. all, keep all the drafts from going in because one little draft can really change the temperature oh, in yeah. your house. Yeah. I mean, simple things just like caulking and putting weather strips down and, and insulation is huge. Um, nine out of 10 homes are under insulated. Really? Yes. That's that's crazy, but it, it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? 
A lot of these um, mobile homes, these newer ones, are surprisingly really insulated. Yeah, that's great. You know, um, I was going to ask about um, power usage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw on your Facebook page, you have these, you know, go- you're promoting these Google thermostats. Uh-huh. Um, can you tell us more about these thermostats? Because some people yeah. are, you know, are conspiracy theorists and they're like, I don't want the government controlling, yeah. you know, controlling my thermostat. Old men are really particular about their thermostat already. And then, So th- there's no way that K-Pub um, at this time would be able to control anybody's thermostats. I don't know, you know, what would happen futures down, the, you know, years down the line. Uh, yeah. but, um, I mean, I don't foresee that happening. And it, it definitely is not something that we could even do right now. Um, the smart thermostats are really for the benefit of the customer. It's all about being able to, I mean, use your energy efficiently. Um, the, the smart thermostats, it's the Google Nest one. We actually gave one away during public power week. Um, and we do, we have a rebate for customers that buy smart thermostats. They can get a $25 credit on their K-Pub bill. Um, but the, really what that helps do is, I mean, you can control your temperature if you left the house from your cell phone, so you can drop it down. But it's oh, also, awesome. they're it smart, is. so yeah. they, they actually analyze your your home habit patterns, too. And so they can auto-adjust, too, if you want if you want them to. And that's a lot better than the manual ones where, you you know, you, you wake up at, at 5 o'clock in the morning and it's, you know, 63 degrees in your house. And then, and so you turn the heater on and then you leave the house and you come home and it's 86 degrees inside <laughs> the house. I, I've had that happen recently, you know. Yeah. So with that smart thermostat, it can actually... I would say switch back and forth yep. if needed and you know maybe make it a little cooler in the house at night and an hour before you wake up maybe heat it up a little i don't know how i don't i don't know you know again i don't know <laughs> if that's the most efficient way to go or not but i mean it seems like it would work better than than doing the manual switch I bet twice it is, a day Mike. Um, yeah in the summer times you know like you're like well i don't want to come home to a hot house and then you leave it on you know 75 auto all yeah. day long and it's just kicking on and off on and off when you can have that Google thermostat and you'll be like, look, I'll be home in an hour. I'm going to put it on 75 and you come home and it's, you yeah. know. And, and it's a big thing for people on vacations and stuff. If they forgot to turn down their thermostat or turn up their thermostat, depending upon the season or you leave and you, and you realize, oh man, I, you know, I'm gone for five days. I could have, yeah. you know, turned up my thermostat up, you know, five degrees in the, the summertime and save some money. You know, you can do that right there. Right there on your smartphone, no matter mm-hmm. where you're at. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you guys just celebrated National Power Week. We did. And you had a, a great event with that. Um, I actually got to take the kids out there and got to take them Call up them, in, the, yes. in, the, in the lineman truck. <laughs> and that was great. That was, yeah. a, that was a great event. Are Thank you guys y'all. talking about doing this again? Yeah, we were going to make it an annual event. We actually did a small version of it in April um, on a National Think Alignment Day. Um, just to kind of test it out. And, and honestly, it was an idea from our, our CEO. He had seen some other utilities that have done them. And um, he's like, we should really do that as a as a community involvement thing. And um, we had a great response to it. So we'll definitely do it again next year. Uh, the mayor was out there. We had yes. people from different <laughs> newspapers out there. Um, yeah, my kids got to go up in the in the bug, and they got to go like thirty or forty feet high in that. <laughs> yes. Also, all the way up to the top of a of of a power pole. Mm-hmm. And see how the power pole work. It, it, when next time they do this, if you get a chance to bring your kids out there. Uh, take advantage of that because they're going to get to learn something that most of us as kids never got to see. Yeah. You know, no. it's an aspect that you just don't see, you know, normally, yeah. except with K-pub. Yes. I went up as an adult and I, and I don't, oh, I'm really? not even, yeah. yeah, I'm not, um, I don't have issues with heights, but at the very top, I was like, okay, you can take me back down now. But it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> do y'all rent those out for deer season? We do so not. Can, you know, 
Man, that'd be a good. That would be a good spot to be. Yeah. Um, your lineman. <laughs> yes. How how passionate are you all about your lineman? What do they What do they do? And um, is it a hard job? Oh, it's a very hard job. It takes a very special person to be able to do that. Um, we're we're very passionate about them. They are the hardest working employee in all of our departments. Um, they're you know they're on call. They um, they leave their children during birthday parties, holidays, bad weather, whatever is happening. You know they they will go out and respond if um, we have outages. So now think about this, and, and let's go back to February for a second when it was uh, what fifteen degrees out, mm-hmm. yes. fifteen twenty degrees out with wind blowing mm-hmm. you know which takes that wind chill down below zero yeah brings it into the negatives it was and, cold man. and yeah. on top of that being in, up in one of those buckets yeah working in the, in the, in the ice <laughs> yeah and the sliding. ice was the bad thing about that about that event and they they 24 7 mm-hmm. these guys go 24 7 in the, in the middle of the night yeah you know they get out there and you're talking about the most extreme yeah. weather conditions there are these guys get out there and same thing when it's 110 degrees outside yeah. luckily this year we didn't really uh get above 100 i don't i don't think this year but you know on those 110 degree years they yeah. get out there in that heat also so you talk about you know both ends mm-hmm. uh, i mean of extreme weather they get out there no matter what yeah and so big shout out to the linemen out yeah. there uh that you know work 24 7 like you were saying during the kids birthday parties yeah. you know they they get out there and work and they get mm-hmm. people's power back on they're fast they are seriously yeah. we have a great team it so. takes um our our alignment. It takes them five years to become alignment. So that's we have what an I was about okay. to ask. yeah we have an apprentice program that's recognized by the Department of Energy. Um, they have to they have an hour or one year where they go out and um are a helper first, and then they can start the apprentice program. Um, okay. And so they have on the job training they have to do is eight thousand hours, and they have to do one hundred and forty four hours of book work. Um, and then of course Whoa. pass different tests to um in order to become alignment. Yeah, that's not an easy, no. easy feat. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you know, to become a lineman. But I mean, there's so much on the line with that. There's so much. I'm sure electrical safety, safety no yes. is, yeah. is huge. And, yeah. and <laughs> oh yeah, sure, there's so much on the line. Yeah, I mean, and then you have yeah with arcing and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, and knowing not how to not get zapped up there. Did yeah. you see I mean, that arc? Yeah, at the. Are you talking about at the Power Week yeah. at the event yeah. that they had? Yeah, that was a that was a good what three foot <laughs> yeah. three feet of, of power. That was generated between, I don't know what the guy had in his hand. It looked like something off of Ghostbusters. <laughs> it did. It, I yeah. was thinking, and you can hear it. Yes. Can we get that out? Can we delete that <laughs> off there? No, no. We're, we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't edit on this podcast. Man. So, no, it, yeah. It was really, really something. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I could, man, I it was awesome. It, man. Yeah. I, I could yeah. see that arc, and I was like, wow. These guys are dealing with, you know, some dangerous stuff up there. Yeah. And uh, they conducted electricity off of leather, too. I was like, I didn't know leather. You know, I thought it was just metal. and Yeah. It's neat. It's it's crazy. It's one of the top 10 most dangerous jobs in the U.S. Uh, And that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. You know, because you never know what can happen. You guys also had an incident incident this year uh, with an animal that had gotten caught. And it would knocked out power for part of Kerrville. Yes. The buzzard, right? Was it the buzzard? Yes. Was it, I forgot what kind of animal it yes. was. It was a yes. buzzard that actually got called up in the electrical system and knocked yeah. out the power. He did not make it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you, sorry, see, you see birds on the power line all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I know the answer to this, but I'm for, for our listeners. I don't why know don't, the answer to this. <laughs> no, I don't either. Why don't they get electrocuted? You know, it depends on where they're at. Um, so if they get close enough 
to the ends of the power lines and yes they will get electrocuted now are the power line and i've always wondered this too because i always see the birds on there and i'm wondering why they're not falling off of the uh -huh. power lines you know and and are the power lines coated do they have some kind of like rubber coating or are they bare power i think they're insulated i mean okay, this is a little insulated. bit out of about okay. out of my education zone <laughs> but um yeah I, I, a lot of our outages are caused by animals um and unfortunately you know they do um typically sometimes they'll get a little shock but normally they well i mean they you're talking about they touch it. extreme voltage there yes. yeah you know and, and amps i believe amps are, the, are what really kill the killing animals it's the not the not the voltage but the amps are you know the amount the the intensity of the yes. power yeah uh is what does that and i mean you're talking about to power an entire town some of these power lines out there especially like running next to i-10 yeah those are the transmission lines and so it, it has to go through several different transformers um in order for the power to get knocked down enough to where it's safe to go into a home in sound so, we would call those pads yes yeah is that what they're called yes oh actually okay wow so Man. you have um, the transmission lines <laughs> and they go to a substation and it's converted into a little bit you know smaller amount and then the substations you have all different the power lines and transformers on those and then you have you know your transformer before it gets to the house where it's converted down again um to in each, order. each I yeah mean, so it drops down basically to where it, then it's okay where it can help power a home without overloading it so you're talking about millions or billions of dollars for the electrical in infrastructure of, of oh, just a town like oh Kerrville. yeah yeah it's definitely i mean millions for sure um i mean i would imagine this power equipment is not cheap either no i mean i think i'm trying to think of what the cost was we had to replace one of the substations out in hunt um and I, gosh i'm trying to think of what the, the dollar amount was um, it was in the millions for sure. Just the one, I mean, we have 10 substations and that okay. one substation, I think it was maybe 5 million if I'm right, but I don't, don't yeah, quote me I mean, on that, but you know, and then you have and the so labor you and everything about, that goes yes. into that also. And yeah. yeah. And yeah, then the life I, of it will be 20 to 30 years, but you know, it's very, very, very expensive equipment. And that's just, I mean, one of the substations, not including, you know, I mean, we have 664 miles of power lines across the community. So, I mean, all it of is. the, yeah, all of the, you think about how many poles and all the different pieces of equipment um, on each pole to connect those lines. Yeah, you're talking, yeah, it, that that amount is up there for sure. Um, Knowing yeah. what you know, you know, about lear learning throughout these years about the power of, you know, supply and curve do you ever lose sleep on it? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I probably would. I probably would. I'd be like, man, what if this goes wrong? <laughs> you know, because we drive around every day and yeah. we take we take, take all these lives for granted. Yeah. yeah. And but me, I, I'd be like, man, you know, there, there's a lot that goes behind it. Something could go wrong. And I, no, I, I probably I, lose sleep. I'm probably biased, but I mean, we have such a great I mean, we've got a great team and, and so many planes in place. At, there's no I mean. I don't ever lose sleep. I'm so confident in all of them. That was a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, I got a question here, and we're just firing off questions. Is they pop in our mind? I guess how, how this is going. Yeah, this is not a scripted podcast at all. Um, I know. I got. I got no warning on what y'all are going to talk about. <laughs> I just said, so, sure, I'll come. <laughs> so K-Pub is a non-for-profit. Yes. So there's not somebody sitting back there in their 18th vacation house profiting <laughs> off of the people's power. No, you guys, absolutely not. You guys uh, get the get the power, which is the product, and then you guys, how, do, how does all that work? Um, so we have a power supply planning committee um, that helps determine, you know, which energy sources we buy. It's, it's similar to, honestly, like financial investments and hedging and things like that, you know. 
you can buy wind at this price, you can buy solar at this price. And so we have, you know, all different elements that make up our power supply portfolio mix. Um, it's diversified intentionally. Um, and we have different contracts for different lengths of times at what power price we're buying at. That's really um, cool. Yeah, that's it's really neat. And that's yeah. honestly, you know, K-Pub does a really great job with doing that because that's why our, our rates are some of the lowest in the state of Texas. Um, we've got a great uh, planning team that has done a really good job with um, so, our contracts and prices that we've bought power at. So when K-Pub does this and they buy these power, because I'm telling you, uh, being a, a uh, seven-year K-Pub customer now, the, the electric prices here, you know, my dad, he'll call me and he'll be like, man, my electric bill is $300 this month. Yeah. And I'm like, well, mine's about 120 man. <laughs> so there's you know, so many man. factors that go into, you know, that go into people's utility bills. Their home could be energy ine inefficient and they, or, yeah. you know, and they could also be a person that keeps their thermostat down really low. They just like their, you know, and that's or, me. you know, that's, yeah, that, my yeah, husband's yeah. that person. My, I mean, yeah. I've had, I've had surprise K-pub bills before, but it's, I mean, it's not due to our rates. It's due to my husband thinking he's an Eskimo and keeping our, that's <laughs> keeping our, our, <laughs> our the thermostat at 68 in the summertime. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm with him on that. I, yeah. I, I like it. Cool. Um, so another thing I want to touch on here is, uh, for low income, mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you don't make a whole lot of money, let's say you're on a fixed income, you only make, you know, uh, in the hundreds a month or something, yeah, or, you know, between a thousand and $2,000 a month for your entire income a month, you guys have programs for people that, we do. that have, yeah. you know, that are on a fixed income and that type of thing. We have, um, a couple of different ways to help customers in those situations, um, I mean, we have a change for charity program too that we established um, to help customers that are struggling to pay their bills. And then we have a community solar program too where um, customers can qualify to get a small discount um, through our community solar program on their bill. And then we also, um, the biggest way honestly though is what we try to help them with is um, weatherizing their home because you know if they if they can't pay their bill, and it's it's gonna have something to do with also their, their home energy usage a lot of times. And if they can, they can figure out habits and ways to make their energy usage go down, then, I mean, that's the best way to help them. Is by yeah, yeah. keeping the cost down. Yeah. And so, that, that helps everybody overall when you do that as well. It, yes. it, you know, it helps keep the power supply down for the town of Kerrville. Mm -hmm. it, it helps the state of Texas in a very, very tiny fraction of a way, but, yeah. it, it, but it all does help. And it, uh, the biggest thing for them is it saves them money. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, uh, weatherization and being prepared and, and being proactive about the situation instead of reactive. Yeah, we've got a small budget for that on, on the customer side um, with K-Pub, but there's also a program called ACOG um, okay. in San Antonio that's funded by the state and um, they have a really great weatherization program and it's, it's, it's not just for elderly, it can be anybody and you don't have to own your home. You can um, be a renter too. Um, you just have to income qualify. All and, right, so, um, and they can but, reach out to K-Pub if they have any, yes. any questions on yeah, that. There's yeah. actually information on our website about it, but they can um, reach out to us too directly. They can call me. I'm Allison anytime. What do they do? Come out and insulate the house? And Yeah, they'll, they will, um, if the, the, the home has to be sound at least, you know, if it's unfortunately if the structure is really not um, intact, if the roof is going to be, you know, <laughs> has holes in it and stuff. It's um, an right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not yeah. going to benefit them to... Um, put insulation if there's you know a huge hole in the roof and things like that but um if that if it pass if they meet the financial criteria and if the home is sound um they will do things from i mean caulking the windows replacing windows adding insulation even i've even seen them replace ac units for really? yeah i yeah, mean that's, that's, that's awesome. more on the rear yeah. side but um maybe extreme cases extreme you know? cases yeah. but yeah 
That's that's huge. And and you talk about, you know, uh, K-Pub not only providing power at a reasonable rate, but also giving back to the community and making sure that everybody has what they need, you know, yeah. to, to live. You know, it's it, it's not like the 1800s or the early 1900s anymore. We've uh, grown as a civilization and, mm-hmm. and we require power as a, yeah. as a civilization. You know? An essential service for sure. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine living without power, even though sometimes I think it'd be kind of cool to go back to the 1800s. But <laughs> I think we all got a taste of yeah. that in February, and I don't yeah. think anybody it, it, ever wants <laughs> Yeah, you talk about being miserable sometimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good on that, man. So, I'm spoiled now. Yeah, I tell you what, we're all spoiled. We, there's so much that we all take for granted. It's, it's, it's so yes. crazy. We're blessed. Yeah. We um, really are blessed. Somebody posted in the Curvil Breaking News group earlier this week. I don't know if you saw that post. I did, yes. Um, where they were talking about the budget billing. Is that it? Is that, no, no, they were not, talking not about the, budget the, billing, the, the change uh, for charity. Change for charity. Yes. And uh, they were talking about how how you can opt out. But this isn't more than a dollar, is it? At the max? At the max, it would be 99 cents a month. It's an average of 50 cents a month. Um, and I it's, mean, a, it's an optional program. If you don't want to participate, all you do is opt out. Um, but it's a, it's a program that... It, it helped people with exactly what we're just talking about, an essential service, you know, that, I mean, really can't pay their bills. Um, right. Yeah. That's was, what it goes yeah. to? Yes, that's what it goes to. Wow. It was started, it was started um, during COVID um, and it was um, in response to actually an, a program through the Public Utility Commission. Um, there are some utilities like Austin Energy where it's actually part of their rate structure, their customer assistance program. Their customers don't get the choice to opt out. Um, so our, we designed ours um, similar to what the Public Wait, Utility well, Commission did. Okay, so so who doesn't get the choice to opt out? In some in some other utilities, their their customers don't have choices. They they just they're forced to pay that whole the, yeah, the, the, the whole fifty the, cents or ninety nine cents. Yes. Communist company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, but in, in this area with K-Pub, they you actually have the had choice. the choice you to just opt, opt out. out yes. And you guys also sent out notices. We did. Like, you let people know yes. that we're going to start doing this program. If you want to opt out opt out and it kind of reminds me of the people that you know they have pets and the fireworks in the town last weekend <laughs> where uh fireworks you know next thing you know you had these loud kabooms going on and their their animals were escaping yeah but they were warned several times i mean it was everywhere it, yeah. it, you know we talked about it on the radio we took with our, all the facebook groups on the facebook pages and everything yeah i mean if, if you didn't know then then I, I don't know how you how you couldn't have known i'm gonna say it you know some people just want to be a victim Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's getting juicy, but you know, some people just just they they have to have somebody to blame instead I'm, of their own accountability. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm just yeah, not uh, trying to get, not trying no. to get to. But <laughs> Allison's like, oh my god, what did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. But before you before we you go, I wanted to give a shout out to my boy Nathaniel. Oh yes. We uh, like to call him the voice of K-pub. <laughs> he is. Have you ever met Nathaniel? I, I have not. Oh, no, dude. No. He right, is, and if I have, please, please forgive me, Nathaniel. I meet a lot of people, man. Dude, so. he is good people. I used to work with him back at the Wyo. Oh Hotel yes, Resort. yeah. He's Way still there. Is he? Yeah, he worked on the weekends there. What? Yep. Man, I wasn't. Anyways, he's a he's a good guy. He great, is. great uh, representation of the company. Yes. If you. So if you've called K-Pub and there's a, a man's voice, that's Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> when it okay. first an- the, the person who answers the phone always at our switchboard, that's Nathaniel. You want to talk about a unique sense of humor right yes. there. <laughs> he is. Well, big shout out to Nathaniel this morning. Yeah. Um, Allison, we are kind of getting close to the 30 mark. I think actually we're over the 30 mark now. We usually do about 30-minute oh, 30 30 minute <laughs> podcast here. Is there anything that you think it's important for the residents of Kerrville to know while you're while you're here that we didn't talk about? Um, I think we covered, I mean, pretty much everything. And, um, I mean, it just, 
the benefit of K-Pub being locally owned. It's, um, it's a huge benefit to our community and um, to the service that we provide to with our business structure. So Awesome. All right. Allison Boucher, how can people get a hold of you at K-Pub? Um, you can come by. Just ask okay. for Allison or you can call my office. My office is 830-792-8250. All right. Okay. That's going to go ahead and wrap up number 35 of the Kerrville podcast. You can get this on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, YouTube, KerrvillePodcast.com, and also on the Facebook page. We're everywhere. Just, yeah. <laughs> at Kerrville podcast there as well. We don't really do the Twitter thing, um, but we do Facebook and YouTube on that. And uh, you can watch this podcast or you can listen to it. And that's again at KerrvillePodcast.com. Again, thank you so much, no, Allison. thank y'all for, for having me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's going to go ahead and wrap up 35. Do we, we know who we have Tuesday yet? Buzzy's Barbecue. Oh, oh man. Brenna, oh, is it Brenna or, or is, it, is it Buzzy? Hopefully both of them. Yeah, okay. that'd be awesome. great to have both. Yeah. That'll be amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> there we go. I mean, we've been waiting to, to get them on for a while, too. Yeah. So, just like you, Allison, thank, thank you so you. much. <laughs> really, thank you. So, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. All right, well, uh, we'll catch you Tuesday on episode number 36.